Welcome to the show, Triers. This is Try Try Again. This is the show where uh, we pick a movie each week and we're all friends and we just uh, we review the movie, we give it a score, and we talk about it, we share our feelings, and uh, we try to make fun of it, we try to be funny. Um, sometimes it works, actually, uh, surprisingly. And uh, yeah, this week's movie is 10 Cloverfield Lane from 2016 with John Goodman and the chick who played Ramona Flowers. Don't know her real name. <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Ah. Uh, right? Are you confusing her with Andy's wife? <laughs> <laughs> it's something. <laughs> yeah, Win- oh. Winston. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Winston. Winston. Winstead. Winstead. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, that chick, she was in it. Uh, I think Bradley <clears throat> Cooper was actually in it. The yeah, voice of Bradley his Cooper. Voice was. So it's more uh, like Rocket Raccoon was in it. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon was in it, uh, who we shall see in the theaters shortly. Um, yeah, so that's the movie we watched. It was Max Pick, and um, it was a movie. Mac, why don't you review it first and talk about it? Um, okay. I still am. I honestly like. It's really hard for me to slap a score on it. <laughs> so I want to hear. Yeah, what me you guys too. Have to say first. Yeah, me too. Totally. Um, yeah. So we posted that we were going to be watching this movie on the Facebook page, and my mom said that's like the worst piece of crap movie ever. <laughs> and watching the movie, I was like, "What the crap is she talking about? This is good. This is entertaining." And then I was like, "Oh, that's what she meant." And I don't necessarily agree, <laughs> but I could, but I could totally see why she would come away with that thought. Um, Should we just say like, right now that we're totally going to spoil the movie on the show because I, yeah, I, it seems like movie, it's really hard to talk about without spoiling everything. Yeah, yeah, this movie will be spoiled right now. <laughs> so there's aliens. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually There's an interesting. <laughs> it's actually an interesting thing about the movie is how when it came out, like nobody even knew it was happening until a month before it came out in theaters. It was just like all of a sudden they dropped this trailer last February or in February of last year, and it was coming out in March, and everybody's like, "What? What is this?" And I think it was partly just yes. because of that. Like they didn't want any spoilers. They didn't want like any speculation. It was just like J.J. Abrams is like, I'm making this movie and we're going to keep it all under wraps and you can get the yeah. spoilers when you watch the movie. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, genius. That's cool. yeah. No, it was. I think I like it. I think I liked the movie. Um, yeah. I liked all the characters. John Goodman owned it. Like he was awesome at his role. Like he killed that, that role. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I liked it. It was not what I expected at all. Um, yeah, I did not see it going where it went, but yeah, I think I really liked it. Awesome. Thank. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> are you, are you going to give it a score? Are you going to give it a score? I'm not going to give it a score yet. A preliminary score. <laughs> all right, let's give it a preliminary score of a 7.5. All right. Andy, what do you got? Um, I'd actually have to agree with that. I, I've, I've been debating and thinking, I think about a 7.5 is good as well. Cause it's like, I don't know. I really enjoy it. Last night I watched it again in preparation for this. And it was just like, I, I honestly probably never would have watched it again because it's just kind of one of those. It's, 
it's almost like sixth sense. It's like uh, once you know what's going to happen, it's not really. <laughs> but yeah. it, it, when you watch it the first time, it's just like, oh snap, what is going on? You know. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think seven point five is good. <laughs> awesome. I'm I'm pretty much right there with you. I was like leaning somewhere between seven point five and an eight. So I'm gonna stick with seven point five for now. Um, I. We when we uh, back in the long days before Stephen was dead to us when he was on the show, he always said his score is based on if he had watched it again. And I think like like Andy said, this is not a movie that I think most people aren't gonna watch it a second time <laughs> because like the first time, yeah, like you, it's like a you know, it's like hearing a joke, and by the time you get the punchline, it's like okay, I don't need to hear the exact same joke. I know that where it's going. Yeah, but um. I, I think I would say this movie, it made me think rethink how I judge my movies. And I was thinking, like, how engaged am I when I'm watching this movie? Like, what am I thinking about? Am I thinking about the fact that I'm watching a movie? Or am I just so engrossed in the story that I'm thinking about that? You know, am I thinking about how much time is left and stuff? And I think in, as far as engagement level, it was like pretty much maxed out for me. Like, I was totally into the story. You know, I was never bored in the slightest degree and it was awesome, you know, Yeah. but like, was it the greatest story ever? No, but it was incredibly engaging and it was fun to watch. I mean, you don't know what the holy crap is going on. This chick's in a bunker with some dude who may or may not be psychotic. We don't know. And the whole time you're trying to figure out, is this guy a, a murderer or is he really trying to protect them? And then at the end, you find out, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think exactly. all those things. I think I would watch this. I think I would watch this movie again. I liked it. Like, I don't know. I think it's fun to watch. Um, yeah. yeah. And it'd be cool to like look back and see like if there's any clues and stuff too. I feel like I would say um, that, that, yeah, watching it the second time, I did catch a few smaller things that were just kind of like, huh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, John Goodman's character, um, what's his name? Howard. It was, is just kind of like, we're trying to figure out he's, he seems to be trying to replace his daughter. And so like, he's got all these little kid things in there and like, I don't think I would have noticed it before. <laughs> like how much, how much little yeah. kid stuff there is around the bunker. And, yeah. and so even though. Yeah. So anyway. what do you guys think his deal is? <laughs> uh, what's, what's John Goodman's deal? I think he's fully convinced in his conspiracy theory that some crap is going down. Turns out he was right. But mm-hmm. on top of that, I was really thinking about it. And I think like his motivation for being a total nut job is that he doesn't want to be alone during the apocalypse. You know, mm-hmm. he needs to have somebody with him and however he's going to convince them or what, even if it's by gunpoint, he's going to convince him so he doesn't have to be alone. That's kind of what I got out of it. I mean, I think he's definitely not all there mentally, but then he's also more there yeah. than everybody else in a way. Yeah. 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 What do you think, Andy? Yeah. Well, I kind of think, I think it's more like he... Some something happened in his past where he had a daughter because doesn't Emmett say that that he did have a daughter yeah. at some point or something like oh, that? Oh yeah, he confirmed that yeah. the daughter did exist at some point. 
but then the, then there was that other girl that went missing and like it almost seems like um Howard has done this before <laughs> where he um convinced the girl the world was ending it just happens to be that this time what he may not even realize the world is really ending <laughs> yeah he's just convincing the girl yeah. and so he's like trying to replace his he's like whatever happened to his his daughter the first time he can't get over that and so he's finding somebody that looks like her or something and like just yeah this, this new girl is his daughter and yeah yeah yeah, I feel like it's all those things. I feel like I feel like he is a crazy nut job, doomsday prepper guy, and it just so happens that those are the people who are actually going to be prepped when the aliens come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the thing. Like that's no one else is doing anything about it, but like that's the crazy people are going to be totally ready for it. Yeah. The people that are going to survive the apocalypse are the crazy people. <laughs> Good luck, mankind. This, this explains yeah. Walking Dead I, a whole lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I do think, I think he is a nut job. I think that's why his family left to Boston, because mm. he was going nuts and uh, just they started, they were scared of him. I think he probably killed that girl. We oh, know yeah. he killed that other guy. Yeah. We know he killed that other dude and didn't care about it at all. Like he was not the least bit bothered by killing the dude. Yeah, he just shot the guy. He's like, all right, we got to take <laughs> care of this body. I know you just saw death, but whatever. You can just go take a break for five minutes and here's some ice cream. Be yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the thing. It's like, yep, the crazy people are the ones who actually are doomsday preppers, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what's weird too. It's like, and, and there is like, in a way... You know, there's, there is wisdom in it, you know, like having like food in case of emergency and, and weapons, you know, like guns and stuff. But then there's like, I think the, the line between like actual, like preparedness for an emergency and then conspiracy theorists is like pretty thin, you know, in my opinion, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, you don't want to, if something really crappy happens, you want to be okay. But like, if you're stockpiling weapons and forcing people to live with you against their will, it starts to get pretty awful. Well, and, uh, you know, you're chaining people up when you first ring them down there. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah exactly. That's, that's a huge red flag. That's a huge red flag. I had to chain you up because, uh, you know, reasons, aliens and stuff. I had to take off your pants and chain you up. He did, like, I think he did a decent job of like making it like okay he's he's crazy but maybe he's not like as crazy because you know he keeps saying like well i change you up because i don't really know you and and it, like he's got a at least a decent explanation for for most of the crazy stuff he does so it kind of like yeah. as the viewer yeah. you're like so is he crazy or is he, i mean yeah. or is he just cautious and that's the thing i yeah. think he's, he feels like a real crazy person where there yeah. is like you know he's not like just like a cartoon character yeah he's like a real crazy person where he's still thinking and stuff yeah but and he still like knows some normal things yeah yeah but he's a total nut job still yeah, and it's like it, that's what's weird. It's it's interesting because he's totally like grounded in re the reality of like something crappy really happened. You know, I'm listening to the radios. There's no contact, but then he's also off the deep end. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a he was a really interesting character. Let's see. Uh, checking in with the triers. Um, Jordan says I haven't seen it, but you guys make it sound interesting. Good. <laughs> Even though you're not scoring it high, it sounds worth seeing. Yeah, I would say it's worth seeing for sure. I agree. Yeah, totally worth. It's seeing. Absolutely worth seeing. I mean, uh, 
Oh, go for it. I don't know, how, like I don't know how people view it, but I feel like seven point five is still a pretty high score. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. For me, a five yeah. is like the average movie, so seven point five yeah. is like you know halfway to a great movie. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I would <laughs> say no like like forty percent of the movies we watch this for this podcast are like i'm thinking about how much i wish it was over and how the time is too yeah. long and this one i never felt that way for a second and it wasn't very long it was like an hour and 40 minutes and it's on amazon right now so i mean it's a good reason jess says a seven yeah. couldn't handle the aliens the aliens were awesome <laughs> i felt like it was almost like once she gets out of the bunker that's really the end of the movie and then we get like a bonus uh short film yeah totally yeah it's kind of like that it's kind of like after the credits thing that would happen yeah 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 it got kind of ridiculous and i i appreciated that it was uh yeah i kind of like i kind of like the dumbness of it yeah (laughs) so there i don't know if this is true or not i never really looked into it but because of the name of the movie there's um people who believe that it's kind of like a spirit sequel to um just the movie cloverfield Cloverfield. i was wondering that yeah that that one was jj abrams as well Oh um, really? Yeah, and I didn't so know that. yeah, and so it's just kind of like a. Uh, Which like, Clover is Cloverfield an alien movie too, or is it just like a regular you know, monster movie? I just found out that it's on Amazon Prime myself, so I haven't seen it, but I'm planning on watching it, just partly because of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I but, feel like I feel like it was just kind of a what the crap movie. I think I saw it in theaters. And yeah, I was like, you don't really yeah. know what's going like, on. In this I movie. thought I there like, was oh, just okay. like a monster in that one, but I could be wrong. Maybe it is an alien attack. And so this is just a movie that has nothing to do with Cloverfield other than it's got the same alien attack in it. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It kind of made me want to see that movie too, just in case they were related. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's probably <laughs> cool. It's monster. Like, honestly, that's one, one of the things that almost seems a little bit engaging of uh, that much more engaging about this movie is that even though almost like what 99% of the movie takes place in this bunker, and has nothing to do with the alien attack itself. I think the whole movie is showing what a warrior this girl is to be able to go off and fight the aliens. Because in, in, in just about she every threw a scene, Molotov cocktail in that alien's butthole. Yeah. Well, and even like <laughs> it's gaping butthole. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty interesting. <laughs> but even like when she first gets to the bunker, she sees she meets Howard for the first time. He gives her crutches, and she immediately turns those crutches into a spear, and like yeah. just yeah. like. <laughs> and then even I was the more I was thinking about it, just like the very beginning scene, she's like leaving her fiance or whatever he is to her and just like being this stronger person just because we don't really know what happened with her and the boyfriend slash fiance but it sounds you know it seems like it was a bad situation that she had to get out of so even that particular thing shows like she's like some strong character and so yeah. every everything in the movie is to show her getting stronger and stronger and then the end is just like screw it i'm gonna go fight aliens now <laughs> Yeah. If it was like That's why I think this is a prequel to Scott Pilgrim and this is like where <laughs> Yeah. Ramona like you know, she goes into the alien world and she starts dyeing her hair and comes all awesome. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I love that thought. Uh Jordan <laughs> says so far the only part that sounds unrealistic is the idea that someone would leave John Goodman. 
Watch the movie, man. Just watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you love John Goodman. I think he's kind of, yeah. He's, and I still love him. I love him in this movie, but yeah. I don't want to be around him. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually, he's he's like psychotic, but he's still like kind of likable a lot. Like yeah. you want to like him. Yeah, like when she first says something like uh, nice to him or whatever, when she's still like chained up, and he gets like this little smile on his face, and it's like adorable. Like he's, he looks so proud. Like when she say, yeah, she thanks him for like rescuing her from the car accident or whatever. Yeah, and like the look on his face is just, I want to hug him. <laughs> I love how everybody loves John Goodman. I think I didn't even know that until um, until we started watching this movie and everybody was talking about it. Like, yeah. It turns out he's like not. I mean, obviously he's beloved. a famous guy, but he's so beloved. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a Bill Murray like kind of guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He just got a star on the Walk of Fame like last month or so. Oh dang! Wow. <laughs> this movie did it. Jeff this Bridges came it. out and played the dude. In, in the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's Anyways, great. that has nothing to do with. <laughs> that's all good. Um, <laughs> Anything else you guys want to uh, bring up before we move on? Do was anybody change their? I think I'm gonna change my score to an eight. I think yeah. after talking yeah, about it, that's I'm exactly, like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I, I would agree. <laughs> it was like this movie is it's really good. It's 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 incredibly engaging. It has that going for it. Story's good. The characters are good, and it uh, yeah. I don't know. It both, it's, it's it's like a a really awesome spin on a post apocalyptic. Uh, genre movie you know it's like yeah it's that's the thing different. is you can't tell what genre it is until the end of the movie like you don't know yeah. if this is like a yeah like is a, it a hostage movie, horror movie. Or, yeah. yeah is it a hostage movie what is it yeah yeah very cool very cool eight, i definitely i for me as well awesome andy you gonna change your score yeah you don't I'll, have to definitely I, I was thinking the same thing honestly the whole time going leading up to this i was thinking eh, 7.5 maybe eight uh, but i think eight's good all right. Eights all around. Eights all around. Yeah. It was like uh, my prom. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 I, was trying, I was trying to think of some kind of situation where there's like going to be a bunch of ladies around. <laughs> they're all eights. All right. They're all eights, dude. They're all eights. <laughs> Rupa Valley was famous for its number of eights. Oh, yeah. So many eights there, man. It's awesome. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, Jordan says he's a crazy, likable bad guy in Barton Fink. I haven't even heard of Barton Fink. Me neither. This movie's in the hand-holding club. Because <laughs> it's an eight, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a thing from a different podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Cowboys. Ah, let's head over to our uh, random questions. And um, I can start out with my question. Um, I'm going to go like kind of like a really awkward perspective of what would you do differently if you were, uh, what was his name? Harold Howard. If you were Howard, you were John Goodwin's character. You're the psychotic emergency preparedness guy. Um, and you're trying to convince people to stay with you of their own volition. Like, what would you do differently? Andy. Oh, shoot. Um, (laughs) 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 
I don't know. I kind of like his, his, his approach, just basically offering him candy and <laughs> ice cream. And <laughs> so the later movie, John Goodman, yeah. is where you're at. <laughs> later movie, knives yeah. and, uh, you know, acid. The, yeah, the fresh I off mean, killing someone, John Goodman, is how you would come about. <laughs> like, he, I like how acid was, was part of his emergency preparedness. Like well, a well, giant bucket of acid. It's almost like I think that acid was in there because of the previous girl, and it was just like, okay, if things go south yeah. this time, I'm going to be ready. You know, just stick her in. Yeah. We'll try again another time. And <laughs> Absolutely. He should have made a sweet bone hat out of her. I think yeah. that would have... Uh, <laughs> Really put them in their place, you know? Yeah. It would have. It would have been felt, felt very apocalyptic. <laughs> you know, like, the more I'm thinking about this question, the more I'm just like, you know, as crazy as he was, he kind of, he did a pretty good job of just, like, being like, okay, you know? It, he comes across as crazy, so, so, so obviously the girl is, um, you know, she's leery about it, but he his approach isn't too bad where he's just like, you know, we got into an accident. I saved you. The world's ending out there. And, and I'm just trying to help you, but I got to be sure that you're, you know, you're not going to do anything. You know, you're a guest in my home here. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And almost making, making the, making them feel, <laughs> making them all feel privileged to be there with this crazy guy. <laughs> Also, he like told him, yeah, like you said, he told him the truth. That's I, uh, I would have never guessed that. I think by the end of the movie, like right just before it ended, I was like, okay, he's totally lying to him. Everything's a lie, and then you find out that it's not. That's yeah. great, Mac. What would you do differently if you were uh, Howard? Yeah, so it's more not. It's more what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't chain her up and leave her in a scary room and locked up. To start off with, I think, yeah. you know, I would, I would just sit there, wait for her to wake up, explain what's going on. So you just sit there like creepily, she's like laying on the couch and you'll just sit in the recliner watching. Yeah, maybe not start her out in that room. Yeah, maybe have her on the couch or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like she wakes up. Not creepy you're watching, Not creepy. You're like watching Wayne's World when she wakes up. Like, oh, I didn't see you there. How you doing? You know? I did not yeah. I didn't see that's, you there, but uh, you know. yeah, that's way less scary though than like yeah. I'm chained to the wall in a brick room with like that, half of it's painted pink for some reason. <laughs> yeah. If you were that chill about things, you probably wouldn't have a doomsday bunker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's thing. I, don't, I still don't think I would trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a way you could. I don't think yeah. there's a way you tell that's someone that it. woke up in your bunker that everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit of a problem. Uh, I think what I'd do is um, I would say, look, well, first of all, I'd have a hazmat suit because I'm prepared, right? You know, I can go outside in my hazmat suit. So I'd say, look, here's a suit. You are free to go outside and come back in. If you take that hazmat suit off or, you know, you, I might not let you back in. So, yeah. you know, you're going to go at your own. I have, I have a few suits because, you know, I'm crazy. And I know they would have needed like a decontamination thing too. Yeah. In that case. Yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to go back in time and build one of those (laughs) (laughs) and then do the hazmat thing and decontaminate them. And if they're contaminated, then you just throw them out into the wilderness and let them get eaten by the butthole. That's that's honestly, that's like just one of the things that I keep going back and forth on is I wonder if Howard really knew that the world was ending or if he was like, it just seems like he used this as a ploy to be able to get the girl in. And it's almost like lucky happenstance that the world actually is yeah. ending. 
And yeah. so I wonder I think if he it, really <laughs> thought it was, and I think he really thought it was when he killed the other girl too. You know, That's I think he probably exactly saw Macho Light that time too. That's yeah. exactly yeah. it. <laughs> Cause that was like years before, right? That was like what, two or three years before this? Something like that. Yeah. Something I think like Emmett that. said it was about three years ago. The girl went missing. Yeah. That's weird. That is just freaking weird. <laughs> um, Anytime there's like a cornfield, there's aliens. It seems like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cornfields at night, dude. So scary. It's either aliens or haunted kids. I know. <laughs> yeah, for real. I feel like, you know, okay. Cornfield, giant butthole alien. Which one do I go? I think, I don't know. I, I'd have a hard time choosing. Um, Andy, what's your question? All right. So we see a shot of a shelf and he's, and Howard's got monopoly, what life and Candyland? Like he's going to be in this bunker and he's going to play Candyland with people forever. <laughs> Either he has a kid or he's a pedophile. Right. Which, yeah, the, the, the observation that there's all this kid stuff around explains Candyland a little bit better, but still, I don't know. And then Monopoly, who freaking likes Monopoly? Um, only crazy yeah. people. That, it's not, that's not a game you want when you're stuck with people in a small space for a long period of time. But they did make the, they did make the comment in the movie is like, hey, we're going to be down here a while. We may actually be able to finish a game of Monopoly, you know, because nobody ever he finishes not it. Appreciate, he did not appreciate that line. So, no, he did not at all. So my question is, if you're if you know you're going to be stuck somewhere for quite some time, what game are you going to bring along with you to pass that time? You got to pick somebody. No. I don't know why. Um, There's no reason. But it's <laughs> <popcorn> <laughs> <time>. <laughs> it does. Okay, I'll take it. Um, am I allowed to take video games? I don't know. That's a kind of a drain on game? energy, man. I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but they like, got the DVD player. So <laughs> or we can do like a land, the land party. You know, have like a few things. Pick a, pick a video game and another game. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pick a mass effect for my a multiplayer video game thing. Uh, because I feel like I can play that for longer than anything else without getting bored of it. So, um, that's my multiplayer video game. If I'm allowed, uh, and then I'm going to take, um, oh man, I feel like that dead of winter game would be a really Dude. appropriate game <laughs> for a uh, end of the world thing. It's a zombie survival game, like a board it game. It's an <laughs> it's amazing really game. Good. It's really good. So I, I think it's like, it's got enough depth and replayability where it it's different every time. So I think that'd be a good pick. So I'm going right. to go with those two. Those are good choices. Popcorn Mac. All right. So my whole thing with Apocalypse is I want to be the first one to die. Huh. And I don't want to have to deal with any of that crap. <laughs> <laughs> what if it ends up being kind of cool? Like Walking Dead, which is also no, really dead. not cool. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be dead. So be I choose Russian Roulette. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally the game I thought of when you said you didn't want to last very long. <laughs> or Mass Effect. It's like <laughs> if you happen to survive Russian Roulette, like, wow, crap! There went the bullet, and All I'm right. still alive. Yeah. Every day, every day I survive, I'll play Mass Effect. <laughs> until it's over. That's great, Andy. What are you going well, with? Well, if we're gonna um, add video games to it, I feel like the the only one is Borderlands Two. Oh, oh yeah, my dude. gosh. I've platinumed that thing twice, and I still 
have not I, I show no signs of stopping ever. I love hey. that thing so much. <laughs> I was talking to one of our friends about that, Andy. I was like, "Yeah, if you get Borderlands too, Andy will play it with you. I bet he'll <laughs> play exactly the whole thing." That's exactly it. Like, yeah, I I love that game so much. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, and then for a board game. I think um, I've never played Axis and Allies, partly because I hear it's a really long game, and but people who have played it really liked it, so I f- if this seems like an appropriate time to give it a try. So it, it's like this World War II type game, I guess similar to Risk, but better because Risk kind of sucks. But but yeah, I I, I think I'd tr- try Axis and Allies or maybe Battlestar Galactica. Ooh, <laughs> nice! All right, so the readers, we have a ticket to ride from Mary. Ooh. We've got a spin the bottle from Jordan. With John Goodman, he says. <laughs> and I would absolutely play that with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winter. Um, As Ramona Dominion? Flower. I don't know about Dominion. I don't know what that is. It's a card game. Yeah, it's really it's a cool. card game. Axis and Allies. Dang. Nice. I don't know anything about that. Nice. Spin, spin the <laughs> bottle. It's just great, dude. It's just like it's three awesome. three people. <laughs> Emmett keeps getting Harold. Harold keeps getting Emmett. <laughs> I mean, you could if it's three people, you can be like, no, actually, it's kind of you know, you can kind of argue, you know, that it's it's kind of pointing to the person that you want to make out with. Yeah. So sorry, we got to make out again. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Yeah, Dominion is fun. Dominion is very fun. Uh, okay. Uh, is that everybody's question? Mac, did you ask? No, Mac, nope. you didn't ask your question yet. Go for it. I did not. All right. So if you're Ramona Flowers in this movie, before she turns into Ramona Flowers, as we all know. <laughs> Pre-Flowers. Ramona Buds. Pre-Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do differently? Or like, how would you respond to the situation, basically? And we'll go from, like, I guess, what, how would you respond when you show up in the basement, and then how would you respond when you get out and there's aliens? So let's go with, uh, let's go with Todd. I think I would play it a little more chill. I don't think I would try to kill the guy so early on. If I think it, he would suspect a lot less if she played it safe for, like, a while first, you know? I guess it's hard to know how dire the situation is or whatever, but I feel like... I would, you know, at least appear to be more trusting. And so that like when you decide, okay, this is an unsafe situation, I'm going to make an attack, that it, it's totally unexpected. You know, because I'm sure at the beginning when you chain somebody to something, <clears throat> you're expecting for the first day or two that they're going to try to kill you, you know? Yeah. So I think you, you got to start off, you know, you have it in your head what you're going to do, but you let that plan stew a lot longer. Popcorn and Andy. I think that's a good... I feel like this is almost like, you know, I got to think of this now so that when it happens, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> you always got to be prepared for this thing, man. You know but John yeah, Goodman like, had a plan if he was chained to something. Yeah. He'd, he'd Goodman somebody right in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I think that's... I, I mean... 
I would probably just lose it and just be like, I didn't prepare for this. I didn't. I don't know what to do in this situation, and I'm just going to sit here and cry and hope you don't kill me. And I don't know. But like that, like that was the thing that struck me from the movie. Like she's immediately making a spear out of the out of the crutch, and I'm just sitting there like I would be like sitting on the bed crying. Like, <laughs> yeah, for like, real. <laughs> what is happening? Like, yeah. don't kill me and i think that's just it like i at first i whether it was my actual plan or what just happened is i would probably be like um accommodating to them at first as long as they're not like you know physically trying to harm me right then and there you know because because he wasn't really doing anything he was just kind of he came in he brought her food and was just like you know i'm just gonna make sure that you're not gonna kill me and I'm, and you know, so I would probably just be like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll eat these eggs then." <laughs> <laughs> the food looked pretty good. It did, it, you know, for for being like end of days crap. I was like, a fruit cup would be pretty nice, you know. Yeah. I'm expecting dried everything, you know, and it's, yeah. you're just eating dust practically, apple flavored dust. Yeah. Which is. Oh. That was actually another interesting thing. They had bread and meat, and I was like, how long has that stuff been there? (laughs) (laughs) Also, there was like a little commercial for, what is it, Emergency Essentials? Yeah. I was like, I've heard of that (laughs) brand before. (laughs) (laughs) It's an actual thing for people's stockpile. Uh, Mac, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, related to my last answer, I would be like sharpening the thing to kill myself. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to survive this whole thing. <laughs> so you're gonna win if you're in an apocalyptic situation. You're gonna get like, your desired result no matter what. I am. Yes, absolutely. Uh, times. <laughs> I'm always uh, ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> Get one of those like pills, like the the Hydra guys have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Get it just like installed in your tooth, so you just gotta bite down the right way. Just don't eat any like popcorn or any dangerous stuff. <laughs> any dangerous stuff like popcorn. <laughs> I was thinking it gets stuck in your teeth, and you get all aggressive trying to get it out. And you might kill yourself on accident. Just pretty much anything that's not a smoothie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So random questions. Let's talk about crap we tried. Um, this week I actually tried something today that I, I never do. And that was freaking yard work. And so I, I busted out a hedge trimmer and I trimmed all my hedges like a boss and it felt great. It felt awesome. Afterwards, my hand got the shakes. I don't know if it happens to anybody else, but from like gripping that thing that was like motorized for like an hour afterwards, my hand would like shake if I tried to hold it still. But uh, I'm uh, Parkinson's free, so feeling good. Andy, did you try anything this week? Um, or recently? It doesn't have to be this week. You know, I'm not sure. I wasn't prepared for this. This, this yeah, portion of the. You. Uh, <laughs> if you if you come up with something, possible. you're welcome to share. If you come up with something, you're welcome to share. <laughs> Mac, what did you try? All right, so I haven't read a book for a long time, and so I started reading this new series. Um, it's called Red Rising series. Oh, cool! And so far, it's really awesome. I'm only like I'm like seventy something pages in, but it's fun to read again, and it's fun to read this book. So I've heard nothing but good things about the series so far. I'll let you know how it goes. Nice. What uh, genre is it? 
Um, kind of, uh, it's kind of like a more like adult, darker Hunger Games or something almost kind of like a, oh, okay. uh, yeah, with dystopian novel. Dang. That sounds intense. Cause, uh, as a Hunger Games is, it's pretty intense. <laughs> 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 It's already pretty dark. Okay, that's cool. All right. right. Let's talk about... Oh, crap. Next week is my pick. I didn't pick anything. Mm, Dang it. I totted it so bad. Ah, totted the crap out of it. Well, uh, yeah, so that's it for talking about 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, I'll have to announce it. I'll have to put it on the Facebook page, what we're going to do next week. Um, I posted on Facebook and I asked for suggestions of stuff to watch and I saw everybody's suggestions. It was like a couple weeks ago when that guy suggested Harold, which was awesome. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't want to watch any of those movies. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate everybody's suggestions. <laughs> I don't want to watch that crap. <laughs> if it's not something where I see the trailer and I think, this looks awesome. I'm just not going to do it. I have a friend who has been suggesting movies for me to watch since the beginning of the show. Um, hi, Chase, if you're listening, I'm talking to you. <laughs> but he's always, got, he's always got a movie for me to watch. And it's just like I watch the trailer and I'm like, okay, it looks, it looks good. I just don't feel like watching it. And I think when it's my pick, I want to watch something I really feel like I see it. And I'm like, yes, I want to watch Harold or whatever. So... Uh, anyway, that was a long rambling to say I have nothing to watch, but uh, I'll post it on the Facebook probably tonight or tomorrow or something like that. So look out for that. But yeah, thanks for watching or listening or however you're digesting this crap that we do. And uh, we're uh, episode 70 now. So thank you for, for listening to our podcast for this long. We, we really appreciate you. Um, if you do have movies you want us to see, you can suggest it to us. Uh, but uh, with that disclaimer I just gave, we're probably not going to watch it unless it looks like something we are interested in. Uh, but yeah, um, let's keep sending them anyway, you know, review the show, uh, like the Facebook page, search for try, try again podcast on Facebook. And, uh, you can find us there. We're live every week at eight uh, 30 PM Pacific time on Wednesdays. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next week.
Uh, I'm Steven, and I pick U.S. Marshals. All right. Okay, U.S. Marshals is the movie.